Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You've tuned into I Work For Him, the mouthpiece for the faith and work movement right here in the United States of America. We are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Happy to be with you all today, and I'm excited for what we have in store. And I j- know, Jim, you're going to do a great job laying it up, but I think that um, today is going to be some great... No, today I'm not going to. You're not going to lay no, it up? I'm not going to do a good job at it. Oh, you do a good job of it every all day. Right. All right. Okay. Okay. So never mind what I was going to say, but no, we're, we're, uh, I'm excited to hear something new, a new perspective. I think that will really help people just to, to live out their faith in their work. So with taking care of themselves. So thank you for joining us today. And I just encourage you go to our website, iworkforhim.com. And there you can find all kinds of resources for you um, that can help you in living out your faith in your work. So iworkforhim.com, all of our social links are there, all the podcast platforms are there. Get connected. We want to hear from you. All right. It's simple. Eat well, be well, feel well, but serve well. Just like that, you could change your life. Okay, maybe in your own power, it's not that simple, but in God's power and the wisdom found in all the places God has passed on in the Bible and in nature, you can live well and feel well, so daily serve well in your work. Not that I know anything about this because I love Mountain Dew, and I'm pretty sure our guest would say that that isn't part of the be well part, that that's not necessarily a be well drink. Ginger Hill joins us today for, from goodhealthforgoodworks.org. She's going to share what God is teaching her, and she's going to be teaching others about nutrition and living so they can serve well in the work. Ginger Hill, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you so much. I was going to talk to you about that Mountain Dew, but I will restrain myself. (laughs) (laughs) You could talk all you want. I just hate for you to waste any time because it's not going to do any good at this point in time. I am very much sure. Okay, Ginger, we're going to talk all about how you connect your faith to your work and how you help people connect their health to their work. But first, we want to know, why did you become a Jesus follower? Oh, wow. Great question. Well, um, I actually uh, became a Christian at a very young age uh, when I went to church camp, but that doesn't mean that that time that I became a Jesus follower. In fact, uh, for most of my young adult years, I was a ginger follower. Uh, I was ginger with a capital G and I followed my own way and uh, what I wanted to do. And um, as I went through uh, my college years and tried to do things my own way, um, I found out that I wasn't doing such a great job. And uh, one day I I had to look at myself in the mirror and say, is this really who I want to be? And and it wasn't. And um, that that's the journey that brought me back to Christ um, in getting back in touch with my salvation and what I knew about Jesus, but moving me to the point of realizing that Jesus has a better plan for my life than I do. And that following him was a way that I could be the person I was intended to be. Mm. Very cool. That's so good because so many of us, you know, we we think we're self-sufficient, you know, but um, you're what a blessing yeah. that you had those roots to go back to and be able to yeah. connect that better. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So you talked about going to college and things like that. And I don't know if your college if you're like us, sometimes what we did in college isn't where we ended up in our career, but what is it that you're doing today? 
so I work in the um, health and wellness industry, and uh, I help people, um, employers and employees, to leverage their health so that they can do what they are intended to do in the workplace really well. Um, I've always been interested in healthcare, uh, but I, I'm really interested in, in helping people stay well so that they can serve well because our health is a part of our effective service for Christ. Whether we're working in a Christian nonprofit or we're working in a secular work marketplace, it doesn't matter. Um, either place, we need to serve with excellence and us being physically, mentally, and spiritually well is a part of that. We're talking today with Ginger Hill from goodhealthforgoodworks.org, goodhealthforgoodworks.org. I'd recommend you check her out online and see what she can do for you or your organization. All right, Ginger, so... How did the Lord lead you into talking about good health? Was there something in your life that, that caused you to be brought to your knees and said, okay, Lord, I'll stop drinking. I'll stop eating all the ding-dongs. I'll stop eating the Twinkies. What was it? Well, for me, it wasn't such a personal thing. It was more of a family thing. So, uh, you know, I, I've always been interested in biological sciences and health and that kind of thing. But a big factor for me is that I have a severely disabled brother who I have watched him go through his life with limitations that he can't control. And so whenever I see people being limited by something that they can control and a lot of mm -hmm. aspects of health we can control, that's something that really grieves me. Um, so that's kind of my my personal why as to why this is this is very important for me. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, so you just there are some aspects of life and health that we can control. Like what? Well, we can control our daily choices. We can control how much sleep we get, what we eat, whether or not we move our body, how we manage stress. Um, those are things we all control, but there are things we don't control, such as our genetic background. Uh, that's kind of given to us and, and we have to deal with that. Uh, but that's a small part. There is a lot that we can control and leverage so that we can effectively do the good works that God has called us to do. You know, one of the things I hear you saying is, I would con um, consider it to be very proactive. And we don't necessarily always live in a proactive culture, especially around medical needs. So how do you how do you help people make that switch from, you know, just uh, taking care of the things that are hurting to to being proactive? Yeah, that's a good question. And that, that's a hard switch to make because you're right. We are very much um, based on the medical model, right? When something's broken, we fix it. <laughs> mm -hmm. but, but I think if we look at it, not in terms of just avoiding illness, but if we look at it in terms of being as effective as a, we can be, so we can be effective service for, for Christ and good ambassadors, that does take on a proactive kind of nature. Um, you know, it, that's not about just avoiding sickness. That's about being as, as good as I can, doing the best I can with what God has given me right now. All right. So I'm, first of all, I'm feeling picked on. You guys are talking about this healthy living stuff. <laughs> So, you know that must so just be when a conviction. When you Jim. run your own, when you run your own non-Christian nonprofit, how does healthy living fit into that? Because we have not found that yet. But I don't want you to answer that question today, Ginger, because it's not about us. She's going to say, "Sign up for something." That's right. <laughs> we need All right, it. So, <laughs> why don't you give us an example? I mean, I got lots more questions I want to ask, but I want you to give me an example of uh, of what you do because I'm a little confused yet on what mm -hmm. you really do. Because I understand that God's laid on your heart a gifting yeah. for helping people 
li- well, it, it, as I did my, you said you want people to be well. They want you, they can live well. Let's see, where where was I? Because that be well and live well and serve well. I mean, I can't remember all the different things off your website, but they were all related. I screwed it up. I'm sorry. What is it that, that you actually say on your website? <laughs> be well, feel well, serve well. That's okay. <laughs> be well, feel well, serve well. I yeah, promise I'll yeah. memorize that. Okay. So what is, give us an example of what simple. you actually do. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I basically work with organizations in one of three ways. Um, one thing I do are wellness seminars well, where I go in and talk to employee groups about the importance of practicing good health habits throughout their workday. You know, a lot of times when we think of health habits, we think about what we do at home, mm. but we actually spend a great deal of time at work. So what we do there matters as well. So I do speaking. Um, I also do individualized coaching where um, I work with people within the workplace who are maybe struggling uh, to balance their life and their job and good health. And we talk about specific strategies and things that they can do, uh, small steps during the workday that will help them. And then I also work with um, organizations in talking with them about the environment and culture that they create, because you know many times employers will say, yeah, sure, I wanna have a, a healthy workforce. And sometimes they'll even bring in wellness services, but then when you look at the culture and the environment or, of the organization, it doesn't necessarily support that. Um, so I talk with them a little bit about, you know, taking a look at their own support and culture um, does that help or hinder your employees um, in staying well so they can do their work well? So, for example, you have employee meetings and you're bringing in pastries and donuts and things like that. Yes. Like like that kind of culture where it's expected. Well, what's wrong with I that? Mean, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, donuts are a gift from God. <laughs> but, but you know, we don't think about it. We think, oh, we want all this healthy. But then you might have vending machines full of stuff and... And yeah, I'm so, not saying. Well, let her tell the know. story. Okay. <laughs> I feel like all that's, that's a perfect example. You're right. <laughs> Jim's thinking, why did so, we have Ginger okay, on the show a, today? Right. <laughs> Sorry, we get a bad connection. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think we're done for the day. Uh, so <sighs> seriously, Ginger. So talk about how when you're having these meetings with organizations, and, and you are presenting the ideas about be well, feel well, serve well. And again, we're talking with Ginger Hill from goodhealthforgoodworks.org. Mm-hmm. Ginger, right after the break, I want you to tell, answer this question. How does your faith impact what you do on a day-to-day basis? We'll be right back with more from Ginger Hill. Unlike Jim, I didn't dream of being on camera. I was content to play piano and sing in a choir. Who knew that today Jim and I would have interviewed over 3,000 people and created tons of podcasts and videos, helping Christians to unlock God's purpose for you and your work. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. I work for him. All right. Now, we're back with Ginger Hill from goodhealthforgoodworks.org. Love for you to check her out. We ran into Ginger a little earlier this year at a conference, and we were super impressed with her enthusiasm for helping people be well, feel well, so they can serve well. Mm -hmm. And it's all about what are the healthy habits that we can adopt that allow us to serve in the kingdom more effectively. Obviously, we're all going to die on the same day that we're going to die that God said we're going to die. But between here and that day, there's a certain level of living um, uh, that we can improve upon Mm -hmm. between now and the end. Uh, so, I mean, Ginger, how does your faith fit into your whole helping uh, organizations and companies adopt a culture of healthiness so that people can serve well? Isn't that kind of self-serving too, by the way? Okay, but anyway, to run with this somewhere. 
Well, well, you know, think about um, think about Ephesians two ten. You know, where it says that uh, God has good works that he has prepared in advance for us to do. We all have God-given assignments at home or at work. So part of my faith journey is that I feel so convicted that we need to leverage good health so that we can effectively do those good works that God has called us to do. Because if all of us are out there effectively executing our assignments that God has given us, we're going to transform the world. Mm. So talk to me about the conversations. I mean, when you're, do you only work in Christian organizations or do you work in organizations that aren't Christian organizations? No, no, I work with both Christian organizations and, you know, what we would call the secular marketplace. You the know, general marketplace, means, sure. Right? So, um, so but, when you, you know, s- honestly, it, it doesn't matter where we are, whether we're in a Christian organization mm-hmm. or secular marketplace. As Christians, we are called to do our good works and, and effectively fulfill our assignments. So either way, um, the way that we take care of ourselves while we're here before that day that we die, that matters. You know, we always say here, and I work for him, that everybody around you should be benefiting from your faith, whether they believe in Jesus or not. That because of the Holy Spirit in us and because of the transformative process that's going on in our lives, transformative, oh, it's only four syllables, we're good. Transformative process that's going on in our lives, that we, um, that everybody around us should be benefiting and so that's really what you're saying is that these corporate corporations that are not necessarily run by people who know or love Jesus, they're benefiting. All the people are benefiting because of Jesus in you, Ginger Hill. So let's, Martha, you wanted to ask a question. I interrupted you. Well, yeah. So on I Work For Him, we often talk about um, one of the things we believe that God calls us to do, and you've kind of alluded to this, is be excellent in our work. And if we're not taking care of ourselves, and if we're exhausted or we're whatever that might be that is self-inflicted in a sense, then it's hard to do our work with excellence. And I want you to speak to that to the listener right now, because I think they need to be encouraged that, that there's a, there's there's a reason to take some initiative in this area. So can you talk oh, about that? I absolutely agree with that. And, and I agree with that. We are called to work with excellence. People should look at us and say, wow, how is it you do what you do and you do it so well, right? Mm-hmm. So supporting myself mentally, mentally, physically, and spiritually is a big part of that. But, but it's not only the quality of our work, it's who we are as we're doing that work. Mm. So think about yourself in the workplace. Who are you when you don't get enough rest? Who are you when you haven't been taking care of yourself and you're dragging through the day? Uh, I don't know about you, I am not very pleasant to be around. And I, it's harder for me to be a positive representative of, of Christ when I am not taking care of myself. So it's it's the quality of our work but it's also what we represent and who we are as we go about doing those things. I don't know what she's talking about when we're tired and cranky and smelly, <laughs> but I'm fine. I'm just fine. Those right. days you go in your office so, and shut the door. and No, you know. it's too hot when you do that. All right. We're talking today with Ginger Hill from goodhealthforgoodworks.org. It's all about being well so you feeling well so you can serving well that's what it is be well so you feel well so you serve well this is all about our ministry in our workplace and as you everybody knows your workplace it's your mission field and in that mission field you and me may be the only jesus our co-workers and employees may ever meet so this is really important be well so you feel well so you can serve well is any of this actually biblical though well you know that's a really good question so 
If you look at it in terms of specifics, such as thou shalt eat your broccoli, <laughs> thou shalt not, you know, skip on sleep or, or whatever, you know, no, that is not in the Bible, right? I think we can. Oh, no, we the sleep thing. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little laying of the yeah, hands to rest. Right. That's in there. I'll the broccoli that. thing. You're right. You're the bro- right. And the broccoli verse is in first hesitations. <laughs> Right, right. So in terms of specifics, you know, I don't think we can look at scripture and and make really specific health guidelines. However, there is the biblical principle of stewardship that we're supposed to use whatever resource God has given us and leverage it for its maximum value for the expansion of God's kingdom. And I'm a firm believer that health is a resource, just like money, time, or anything else that God gives us to do the good works that he has called us to do. So whatever degree of health that God has blessed me with, I have a responsibility to make the most of that so that I can have the greatest impact for his kingdom. So what is something that our listeners and ourselves could do today. Don't you touch that the would make do. That would make a, a difference, that would make us see, just to get a little glimpse of what it would mean to steward our health a little bit better. Ooh. Yeah, and I promise I won't touch the Mountain Dew. <laughs> I am but, uh, drinking a smoothie for the audience to say, you know, I, there's a smoothie in the studio with me today, and it's got real fruit and no extra added sugar. That's right. Okay, I go ahead, it. Ginger. I love it. Give us a couple of practical so, steps, like Martha said. So, you know, when we talk about um, good health, you know, a lot of people think in terms of doing really big things, right? You know, big life overhauls. We love the biggest loser contest and that kind of thing. And that's actually the worst approach to take because the research shows that um, we are better at changing our behavior for the long haul when we take one small step at a time over a period of time. So, The question would be, what are some of those small steps that we could take? Well, let me give you an example from my life. One small thing that I do that makes a huge impact on my health is that when I have dinner, I eat off of the salad plate instead of the dinner plate, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you look at plates, plate, plate sizes have changed, right? So if I eat off of a salad plate, I know that I'm not going to be overeating. Now, that's not a hard thing to do. To you use can a salad refill plate the plate, plate, though, Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can fill the plate. It's a salad plate. It's okay. <laughs> um, you know, also in terms of movement, you know, getting some movement every day, even if it's only 10 minutes. Maybe you don't have time for a 45-minute workout. That's fine. But get 10 minutes of movement because mm-hmm. that counts. Um, Things like sleep. Uh, The thing I'm working on right now that I'm struggling with is getting myself up to the bedroom at 10 p.m. so that I get a good Mm. night's sleep. I've kind of fallen in love with YouTube recently. I don't know why, but I'm watching a lot of YouTube. As long as you're looking at the I Work For Him YouTube channel, we're totally golden with that. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) But focusing on some of those small things, it doesn't have to be a big, complicated thing. But look at your own life. What do you need to work on? You know, if it's a matter of um, I'm overeating, you know, try doing the salad plate thing. Mm -hmm. If I don't have enough energy, work on the bedtime and getting 10 minutes of activity every day. Small steps make a big difference over time. Mm. 
That's so good, and especially because a lot of people's lives have really been disrupted um, oh, yes. in the last six months, and nothing is normal. I mean, even Jim, I was thinking about it. You know, we moved a, a little over a year ago from a house that had two flights of stairs to a oh, yeah. to a flat home with no stairs in it. We missed and the stairs. And I know that I feel a difference because I don't get that built-in stair master every day. We're going right. to build in stairs. We're going to build some stairs. stairs. Yeah, we okay. are. We're going to build okay. stairs. Okay. I think it's a great idea. But, you know, we don't think about sometimes we had, we've, you know, we're not, we're not getting out of the house as much or we're not doing this as much or that as much or sitting more, sitting on calls instead of going places. And it does wear on our bodies and we need to be proactive. So, Great easy steps. Not so much about um, training for a marathon as it is. Right. Oh yeah, just get moving. Absolutely right. Yeah, it, it's not about being athletic or looking perfect or anything like that. It's about having that that energy and endurance so that we can do excellent work and be good ambassadors while we're doing it. Well, and see, that's the whole point. Everybody, people go, why are you talking about health stuff on iWorkFrame? We know, Jim, we know you drink Mountain Dew. We're talking about <laughs> healthy living because it helps us to serve more effectively. And as Martha said earlier, to be excellent in our work, and I went right to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, of course, be excellent to each other. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say the second half of that statement, so, but be well so you can feel well so you can serve well. That's what Ginger Hill and goodhealthforgoodworks.org is all about. Ginger Hill, fantastic conversation. Uh, people, can, if when they go out to the website, do you have practical tips out there or, or do you get any like personal stuff or is it only for organizations? Um, it's primarily for organizations. There's a, a newsletter articles that organizations can put in their employee newsletters and that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. if you're an organization that's really looking to support your employees and their well-being so that they can do their God-given assignments well, uh, take a look at the website and you'll find some resources there. So, you know, fruit dispensers at work along with water and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, smooth, smoothie makers instead of coffee makers, yeah. things like that, all those kind of great things. Ginger Hill. Thank you so much for being an I work for him today. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Make sure you check her out online, goodhealthforgoodworks.org. You've been listening to I Work for Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I, I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work for Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work for Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work for Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work for Him and online, iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.